Are you tired of listening to ads and just want the story? Well, with the Tales of the Forgotten membership, you'll get ad-free episodes of all of our shows, like this one. And you'll be supporting the creators and stories you love. Go to talesoftheforgotten.com membership. But since we like to spoil you, a Tales of the Forgotten membership also offers bonus content like character audio files, artwork, exclusive shows, first looks at scripts, and a whole lot more. So go to talesoftheforgotten.com membership or click the link in the description. Pulled from the Forgotten Archives, A Fairy Tale for Adults, Episode 3. Oh, hi! Welcome back. Don't worry, you haven't missed much. Colin's footsteps aren't quite so stompy now, but the silence between the Crofts isn't comfortable, and the path that the Crofts are walking down doesn't make much sense to them. I might be biased, but the forest of Stormall is one of the most beautiful places ever. Trees of all shapes and sizes, though most are tall and majestic, their canopies thick and colorful. They've been a part of this world for eons. Oh yes, they are that old. But back to this trail. At one point, the zigzagging path looped all the way around a tree, and then another tree for no discernible reason before it continued on deeper into the forest. You can just imagine what that did to Colin's expression. A little over an hour later, Naya stopped, leaning up against one of the trees to take a break and consult the map. They didn't even give us any supplies. How long is this going to take? Colin... Well, nothing makes any sense here, Naya. The path that loops around the trees? I mean, look at this. Why is it just weaving? Why? Why doesn't it just go straight? Maybe it's gay. Colin stopped his pacing and arm flailing and looked at his wife. She slowly raised her eyes from the map to meet his gaze. And then... (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... I I don't understand how we're here, how any of this is real. Well, we're in a different dimension, and I don't know how to begin to wrap my head around that. You're handling it a lot better than I am. I'm focusing on the problem, on what I can, because the other way lies madness. Don't go crazy. Not here. The Mad Hatter might appear. Did you just make a joke? Yes, I did. But also, not ruling that out. Because this place is... Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anything on the map? My map skills are admittedly rusty, thanks to GPS. And this looks like it was drawn by one of the kids. Oh, that good, huh? Come look at this. Is that a river? Maybe... So, this is the the stone circles, okay, where we came in. Mm-hmm. And this is the trail we've been taking because you took the path on the right. So, that means we're kind of close to the river. So, if we continue gaily forward, yes, I think so. <laughs> Unicorns need water, right? Smart lady you are. Naya smiled at Colin, and Colin smiled back. Oh, they even held each other's gazes. Slowly, Naya looked away, rolling the map back up. 
Cullen cleared his throat, took a step forward. I wonder if we'll get looped around another tree for the heck of a- Oh dear. Poor Colin didn't notice the tree branch on the ground, the one that was inching closer to them. The branch wrapped itself around Colin's leg and hoisted him into the air. Oh my god, Colin! Naya moved quick, looking everywhere she could think of for a switch or a lever or something. She was also mindful where she was stepping, paying closer attention to the ground and the trees around them. But neither of them could hear, yet, was the very loud conversation the trees were having. What's this? What is this? Oh, it's a human! Human, human, human. A human! A human, ah yes, I remember. With our leaves and deep within our roots we heard. They are on a quest to find the Unicorn, the Unicorn. They don't deserve to see the Unicorn. Maybe, maybe not. I heard some things I would have rather not. The other one. Tell us. What about the, Tell other, us about one? the other one? She's pretty. But she was mean. What? Mean. Ah, she was mean. They both were. I remember. It's a shame. Do you think they will remember? Remember? They will, in time. Hey, can I shake it? Uh, I want to shake him. Why? Yeah, well, if he giggles, then I will let him go. <laughs> agreed? Agreed. Yes, agreed. What the? Stop shaking me! He's not... Oh my god, Colin! He's not laughing! Colin, hang on! He seems distressed. There's nothing to hang on to! Don't you see? What? What? Sometimes they live in misery. Oh. But wait. There's something else. Yes, I sense a laugh. I feel it in my roots. Me too. And you? I do. I sense it too. I will let him down. But they first must speak from their hearts. Lest they want the unicorn to run away when it sees them. And they become trapped here forever. It stopped! Oh, it stopped. You're okay. Whew. All right. Uh... I can't see any lever. <laughs> Colin, do you have a pocket knife? Nope. Left it in the damn car. I don't have one either. <laughs> and What's so funny? It's not funny. It's not. It really is not. But uh, you kind of just got flung around by a tree. There's got to be some kind of contraption or 
something somewhere. Maybe I can try swinging to grab the base of the tree. It was a sight, poor Colin, wiggling around like a fish out of water, trying to generate some kind of momentum to move himself. As soon as he tried, the young oak tree, a playfully mischievous one, began shaking Colin again. Whoa, 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 whoa. stop, Somebody! stop, stop, help, stop. someone help. Okay, uh, whew, it stopped. It, uh, it stopped again. Crap, uh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't move. Yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't like it when you do that. It? You mean the tree? That's what's holding you. It's got to be a trap attached to some kind of lever. Someone has to be here doing this. Trees don't just grab people. Colin. What? Think about what you just said. That it's a trap? Trees don't just grab people. They don't. In our world. And where are we? Oh, for the love of... Stupid tree, put me down! Probably not how you should talk to the tree that's got you suspended above ground. Just a thought. You know what? I'm so done with this nonsense. Just leave me here. Go find the unicorn, whatever. I'm not going to leave, Colin. You already did. Should be easy. Excuse me? You know what? Forget it. Hey, we both agreed to this break. We agreed for ourselves. For the kids. Six months is a pretty long break, Naya. Yeah, it is. Glad you noticed. You think I didn't notice? I... I don't know what I thought. You didn't come after me. What? You wanted me to chase you? That's not... No. That... That's childish. That's not what I wanted, okay? I wanted... I don't know. To feel like my absence mattered. That we really were better together and not apart. But I didn't... I don't know how to fix anything. Not you stuck in this tree. Not our marriage. I don't... I don't know. Do you still want to? What did you say? I can't hear you. Do you still want to? Our marriage. Us. I... Do you? I mean, yeah. If you do. I... I know the fighting got not fun. Not like when we usually are, but I notice when you're not there, and I miss you, and I'm I'm sorry if you thought I was just okay with you being gone. It was, I was just trying to... Figure things out. Yeah. I miss you too. Yeah? Well, how could you not? I'm clearly quite a catch, judging by how this tree is treating me. <laughs> uh... How are we going to get you down? I don't know. Ask nicely? Okay. Go for it. What, me? Yes. It's got you. Talk to it. We just talk. To a tree. You act like you've never played make-believe before. That wasn't my deal when the kids were little. It was yours. Right. But when you did play, you were good at it. That's what fathers do. Not all fathers have the kind of imagination that you used to have. Entertaining the kids is a whole lot different than talking to a tree. Well, what else is there? I mean, you used to play the piano. Let's not bring that up. Fine. But we have to try something. So you just need to lean into it. Whatever this is, this world we're in, it's, it's magical. It wants us to teach the kids about magic, whatever that means. You can't logic your way out of this. 
when I find whomever is controlling this tree through a perfectly logical mechanism, I am going to give you the biggest I told you so. I'm not holding my breath waiting for that. Fine, fine. Hi. Tree? Can you put me down, please? It was a good attempt, but nothing happened. See? Not working. You can't just say one thing and give up. W what do you want me to do? Make it rhyme? Do I look like the expert in getting the magical tree in the magical forest to let my husband go? Actually, yes. You're the one who used to be a writer. Let's not go there. Fine. Fine. Here in the forest of Stormall, the trees know all. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, not my best work. What kind of magic do we use in this magical forest? Colin, I know you don't like to talk about it, but what was that song you made for Ethan when he couldn't sleep? Naya. Didn't it go something like... The moment the soft tones of Naya's humming filled the air, the leaves on the branches began to glow. Did you see that? What? See what? Ah, uh, you have to open your eyes. I'm getting a headache being suspended like this. What was the song? I don't do that anymore, Naya. Colin, please. Just one bar. Hum it. Fine. Fine. And this time, there was no denying it. The leaves on the trees began to glow again, brighter this time. Oh my god. <laughs> it worked! You see? It's magic. Colin, you have to sing to it. I'm not singing to it. Do you want to get down or not? I, I don't know what to say. I never wrote any words to that song. Tell me what you see. Hey, just look at me. This can't be happening. Well, it is happening. So, try it, please. Okay. Tell me what all of this means. There's magic in the tree. No, no, I, I can't. Why? can't do this. Human? Why do you resist belief? What does it say about me? As a dad? As a husband, none of this is a dream. 
There are things I thought I let go, but seeing this, I don't know. It's okay. Just breathe. Just breathe. As his words were carried to the trees, gently, ever so gently, Colin was lifted upright. And what a sight he could see. Naya, the trees. They're, they're glowing. I can see them. I can hear them. Yeah, me too. was alight with the trees gently swaying to the music created by Naya and Colin. And once more, gently, of course, far more gently than when he was scooped up, Colin was placed back on the ground. Naya immediately hugged him, and Colin tightly hugged her back, the tears running unchecked from his eyes. Oh, it's okay, Colin. I got you. I got you. It's okay. Hey guys, are you tired of having your YouTube videos taken down for a copyright strike because you use somebody else's music? Are you tired of your podcast having a lame introduction or backing track? Are you tired of not having the sound effects that you need for your show? Or are you tired of your movie not having a soundtrack yet? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then Speed Force Music is your answer. We create custom tracks for whatever project you need. Movie themes, YouTube intros, podcast intros, background music, sound effects, we do it all. Speed Force Music is your go-to shop for custom music for your project. Just email musicspeedforce at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube at Speed Force Music. Or you can check out samples at soundcloud.com slash speedforce-music. Find us today and get your show back online.
you tired of listening to ads and just want the story? With the Tales of the Forgotten membership, you'll get ad-free episodes of all our shows, like this one, and you'll be supporting the creators and stories that you love. Go to talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership. But hey, we like to spoil you. So a Tales of the Forgotten membership also offers bonus content like character audio files, artwork, exclusive shows, first looks at scripts, and a lot more. So go to talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership or just click the link in the description. A short while later, after Naya and Colin had a moment to collect themselves, they began their quest again. The trees were no longer glowing, but Naya and Colin were positive they could hear the soft singing whispers all around them as they walked. And they're walking hand in hand. <laughs> What's funny? I'm just wondering, do the trees in our world sound like this, you think? I have no idea, and that's really weird to entertain that thought. <laughs> We know trees can communicate via their root systems, so... Who's to say they're not singing to each other? Uh, look, if this is a ploy to get me to sing to trees when we get home, it's not happening. Oh, really? Still in denial. I don't know what I am, but I'm not ready to give the forest a concert. Yet. Colin didn't answer, but there was a very suspicious smile on his face. Still hand in hand, I might add, Colin and Naya continued down the zigzagging, sometimes looping path until they heard the faint sounds of conversation. And maybe even someone crying? Do you hear that? Yeah, I, I don't think that's the trees. Someone in trouble? Maybe. Anything goes here, apparently. Come on. Slowing their pace and being a bit more cautious... Colin and Naya moved closer to the sounds until, abruptly, a clearing appeared. One moment there were trees and trees and more trees. The next, as if someone simply pulled aside a curtain, a beautiful clearing appeared. The grass was wavy, though not too tall. An abundance of butterflies flitted about. The smells of honeysuckle and wildflowers carried on the playful breeze. Naya, is that... are those... I think so. Sitting in a circle in this beautiful field was the weekly meeting of imaginary friends. It was a very important meeting. It was run by Sparks the teddy bear, a wonderful old bear who was missing one eye and looked a little rough around the edges. But Sparks still had all their stuffing, so don't you worry. Seated with Sparks was a stuffed rabbit with a long ear that looked chewed on and a small stuffed pig wearing a crown so clearly it was the princess. And sitting next to the princess was what looked to be an old cougar. I'm just so sad. Aw, hey. Your feelings are valid. They don't talk to me anymore. All I do now is sit on the shelf and get dusty. I really miss them, and I'm worried about them too. Their parents are separated. They're coming out as non-binary. I want to be there for them, but they, they won't. <laughs> They won't talk to me anymore. It's like they can't hear me. All around the group, there were sympathetic expressions and small nods of agreement. Friends, unfortunately, when we do work over there, we know one day this will happen. The day they no longer believe they can talk to us or that they can hear us. 
It's not fair. Just because some stupid adult tells them to grow up, they cast us aside. I was there for them when they cried at night, when they were scared. I played with them. They were my friend, too. And they just stopped being my friend, and they didn't even say goodbye. I know. I know. It's a sad day. But you have to think of the good times. <laughs> we had so much fun together. Even after everything that happened so far, this was still very strange to call in Anaya. But the longer Naya looked at the stuffed pig and heard the emotional words, the more it began to jog something in Naya's memory. Oh my god. What? I'm going to go talk to them. What? Why? Naya, wait! Hi! Hi, um, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Are you Allie's, Allie Croft's, uh, friend? Colin and Naya were unprepared for the fearful expressions that appeared on every single stuffed animal's face. Some clutched at each other. They were so afraid to see the pair. Uh, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to scare you. We promise we won't hurt you. Um, we don't usually see adults at these meetings. I know. Actually, um, I don't know, but I'm sorry if we're not supposed to be here. We were just following the path. I know you. You did this. You made Allie not talk to me anymore. Uh, me? Yes. You were mad at her, and I quote, When are you going to start acting your age? And then she did, and now... <laughs> I... Damn. I'm... I'm sorry. Really. Where we come from, we didn't think... We didn't know that... I mean, you're alive over here, sure, but you can't be alive over there in my world, right? Well, that depends on whether or not you believe we are. Over there, when you're young and the world looks the way it's supposed to, with your minds open to everything, even things you folks might think impossible, you can hear us, and we can hear you, and everything's wonderful. But after a few years, it stops because you stop believing. That can't be right. Magic isn't real over there. You don't get to tell me I don't exist. Not here, you don't. You're mean and I don't like you. Easy now, princess. Look, Mr. Colin, magic is real everywhere. It just has different rules in some places. But it's real, as real as you and me. Wait, how did you know my name? I told them all about you, because Allie told me all about you. She talked to you? About us? Duh. Friends tell each other everything. What did she say about us? Well, friends don't snitch either, Mr. Grumpy Pants. And I'm mad at you because you're the reason I might have to leave. Leave? Princess means they have to return here. And soon, because Allie doesn't believe in them anymore. Oh. Does... Allie know you're leaving her? Oh, now you care, mister. You have to grow up. So, when kids stop believing, you come here? Usually. I used to have a frog. I named him B. Did he come here? Ah, uh, let me think, let me think. Ah, uh, oh yes! Yes, I remember. Um, only once. Then he returned. He returned? Well, he said he wanted to watch you grow up, and it didn't matter that you didn't believe in him anymore. 
He said he loved you. And he wanted to be there in case one day you changed your mind. But I... I never changed my mind. What happened to him? I'm really sorry, Miss Naya. If he never came here and you stopped believing in him over there, he likely passed on. It's hard for us to exist in a place that doesn't believe in us. Same as it is for you. But for us, eventually we just fade away. Poor Naya. A truly devastated expression came to her face, and she sank down in that grass. And because it's what they do, what they love to do, the circle of imaginary friends stopped being afraid and instead came closer to Naya, a little closer still, until every one of them was hugging some part of her. Colin sat behind his wife, and while this was still hard for him, he couldn't help but remember a friend he'd had what felt like so long ago, and there was an old childlike ache in his heart, as Colin wondered what happened to his friend, too. I know, I know, dear listener, you're an adult. There's fact, and there's fiction. But even you need someone to believe in you. And maybe you know the pain when no one does. And that doesn't mean that you have to believe in everything for it to exist. But there are some things, some very, very important things, that small, gentle parts of you wishes you could experience again. You could. You absolutely could. If you just believed. Welcome into the group now. Colin and Naya sat with the imaginary friends for the rest of their meeting. They listened, they laughed, they even cried, yes, even Colin, as their imaginary friends told their stories of friendship and loss, of fun and laughter, and the sadness they feel when it eventually stops. When the meeting was over, one by one, the imaginary friends took their own paths into the forest. Some to stay in Karstium, others to return in hopes their friends will believe in them again one day. Do you know where your friend is? Princess. Yes? Don't give up on Ali. Not yet. Please. I'd never leave Ali. She's my friend. Thank you, Princess. And look, I'm... I'm sorry. I didn't know how it all worked. You mean you forgot? Yeah. Maybe I did. Well, do better, Mr. Adult. Hm. So, where are you two going? <sighs> we don't really know. We're trying to find the unicorn. We think if we start down by the river, we'd have better luck. The unicorn? Oh, the quest! Good luck. That's it? Do you know where it is? Yep. Can you tell us? Nope. Why? Because you only see the unicorn when you're ready. And well, maybe you are. We'll see. Good luck! With a tiny wave of their stuffed arm, Sparks the teddy bear disappeared. How? How can they just disappear? It's wild. Hey, are you okay? Yeah, I was just thinking about B. You didn't know, Naya. Maybe I did. Maybe on some level we all do and we ignore it. You know what? Never mind. Let's just... 
try and find the river. Naya stood up, and once again, Colin offered his hand. Without hesitation, Naya took it, and once more, the Crofts followed that nonsensical path through the forest. They walked in silence, and were disturbed no more by the magical beings of the forest. It wasn't until abruptly, well, for them, time is an odd thing in Karstiam. Night once more fell over the land. Luckily for them, tiny glowbugs fluttered about and brightly colored mushrooms dotted the path, making it easy for them to see. Their map reading skills were proven correct because the peaceful sounds of a river announced its presence before they saw it. Think we could drink from it? In a magical forest. What could go wrong? <laughs> don't worry, dear listeners. You don't have to hold your breath. Nothing goes wrong, yet Colin and Naya took handfuls of the crisp, cool water and drank to their heart's content. I don't see a unicorn. I don't see any tracks either. Not that I know what unicorn tracks look like. Naya didn't respond. Her gaze wandered over the forest, and she laughed when a tiny glow bug landed on her nose, winked at her, and fluttered away. But her laughter died off quickly, and a pensive, almost troubled look appeared on her face. Colin was quick to notice. What's wrong? Oh God, is it the water? No, I'm fine. Except, I'm not fine. Colin, look at this place. They're right. Raziel? God, Chris Kringle? They're right. What do you mean? Don't you see? We've never once asked those kids what their vision is. We've never taught them how to manifest it or whatever the hell that even means. We, we just push them into a system we know is rotten. And sometimes it's even downright evil. We don't show them a better way because we don't even know. And we're too proud and too tired to look because we're the adults after all. The system is in place, Naya. They've got to exist in it. What else are we supposed to do? We taught them how to navigate it, but we didn't encourage them to make it better. To make it different, or hell, to make something else completely. We never said, yes, it is bullshit, it's all crap, and we'll help you find a way to change it. Why didn't we say that? Are we that arrogant we can't admit we've allowed this... this monster to be created? And... We've made a terrible mistake. Come on, what does that say about the life we've made? That it's all shit? That we're mindless drones? Aren't we? That's all we aspire to. A lousy, mundane reality. It doesn't look anything like this forest, but... Couldn't it? I had dreams. They were vivid and exciting, and it had nothing to do with spending eight, God, sometimes ten or even twelve hours a day in a box, watching adults act like mean, bratty, spoiled adults. We did what we had to do for them, for our children. Those boxes pay the bills. There, there's nothing wrong with the life we built. Oh, God, Colin... You and I, our family, it's good. It is. I love our kids. I love you. But we settled. And not, not with each other. With everything else. 
we settled because we didn't know what else to do. And we didn't look for the answer. We were too busy. The problem got too big and we thought we could vote it away or whatever other excuse we made. What else were we supposed to do? I don't know. I don't. But just because we don't have the answers, it doesn't mean that they're not out there. Someone has them. And at the very least, we've got to encourage the kids to be better. Not to be us, but better. I don't want them to just exist in the systems of our world. I want them to go zigzag, and we've got to help them build something that works. I mean... Isn't that what we're supposed to, as the adults, instead of just reinforcing the thing that's broken? Zigzag, huh? Gaily forward? (laughs) Right. Do you ever play the piano anymore? Sometimes. Not recently. I've been busy at work. I loved listening to you play. Shouldn't have stopped. Wasn't gonna pay the bills. You don't know that. Couldn't get up on that stage, Naya. I just couldn't. She looked at him, and when Colin met her gaze, he couldn't get his breath. It is startling, scary even, when you see in someone's eyes how much they believe in you. Especially if you don't believe in yourself. Yes, you could have. Your fear would have made you better. It did make you better. It gave you presence, and when you forgot you were afraid, ah, you were breathtaking to watch. I wasn't ever unhappy with you. You know that, right? I love you, Naya. And maybe you're right. Maybe when you stop doing the things you love to do and all there is is what you think you have to do, what's left? What happens to you? You weren't the only one that gave up on their dreams. I found your story. The one you threw away. Did you? I read it. It's good. It's really, really good. Thank you. I... It wasn't going to pay the bills. You don't know that. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. Colin slowly looked around the forest. He could still hear the trees in their quiet songs. He swallowed the lump in his throat and drew his eyes back to his wife. In that moment, in a forest of colorful mushrooms and tiny glow bugs and singing trees and imaginary friends, she'd never looked lovelier to him. Colin grinned as an idea came. He held out his hands to her. Maya looked at him curiously, but she put her hands in his. Colin pulled her into his arms, felt the soft intake of her breath, and heard her little gasp, the one that comes from being pulled into a warm embrace. Whoa, what are you doing? Page 22. (laughs) The story she'd written. There was a scene. Naya laughed again, but this was a delighted, emotional laughter. She pressed closer to him and laid her head on his shoulder. Colin curled one arm snugly around her waist, pressing a little closer, and began dancing with her. This doesn't happen to us. Which part? 
dancing in a magical forest. And yet, here we are. You may think the colors that suddenly lit up in the forest were some sort of magic existing only because Colin and Naya are in a world that is different from yours. But that is not why a simple forest with trees and grass and brush and uneven earth came to life. It wasn't magic that made the fairies feel safe enough to expose themselves to the humans, giggle quietly and watch. It wasn't magic that made the trolls stop arguing and come out of the shadows, or the dwarves stop working and open their hidden doors in the trunks of trees. It wasn't magic that made the bugs stop pretending they were stupid, turn their heads and smile. It wasn't magic that made the leaves and the plants and the moss suddenly glow in vivid, translucent rainbow colors. It was love. It was Naya and Colin's pure, utterly childlike expression of love. You've heard it your entire life, yet you've never believed it could do this. But it can. It can. Watch them dancing and tell me it isn't so. Love is powerful. It has a color, an energy, like everything else. And if you thrust it outwards from that amazing alchemical chalice known as your heart, it can transform into anything. Anything. Even a world like yours. Soon, but not too soon, the exhaustion of the day's events caught up with them, and the dancing turned to sleep. The tree that Naya leaned against earlier shifted, its roots retreating so the ground wasn't so rough, and made sleeping more comfortable. Naya curled into Colin, wrapping her arms around him as he wrapped his arms around her. The feeling they'd created didn't fade, but the lights in the forest did dim. They were trying to sleep, after all. It was only polite. All throughout the night, they slept tangled in each other's limbs, closer than they'd ever slept together, and deeper than either of them had in a very long time. Maybe ever. Only they knew such things. But as the dawn broke, they were woken by a terrible, terrible noise. The sound a unicorn makes when it's being captured. It is a horrific sound, a cry and a scream and a fierce, defiant neigh all at once. Colin and Naya bolted upright, ripped out of their peaceful sleep. It was Naya who instinctively realized what was happening first. Colin, I think that's the unicorn. She sprang to her feet and Colin was close on her heels. He grabbed her hand and they ran towards the terrible sounds. When they emerged in the clearing, Colin and Naya got the shock of their lives. The unicorn was beautiful. Strong and majestic, it's for black as night, its horn glowing the translucent colors of the rainbow. But it was in great distress. Two gargoyles wrapped chains around the unicorn's neck and horns, viciously yanking it forward. A third gargoyle held a flaming torch to the unicorn's backside, forcing it to run away from the pain. And while all that was horrible, it wasn't the cause of the utterly confused, frightened, disbelieving expressions on the Croft's faces. Standing there, watching the gargoyles, smiling in pure malice, were carbon copies of Colin and Naya. Oh dear. I hope you've enjoyed listening to A Fairy Tale for Adults. Please remember to subscribe, leave us a review, and share the story with your friends. 
To catch more of our original and fandom audio dramas and tabletop shows, visit our website, talesoftheforgotten.com. The musical lyrics in A Fairy Tale Episode 3 were written by Tara G., Rob Patrick, and Crystal Storm. Both musical scores were composed and arranged by Tara G. A Fairy Tale was written and directed by Crystal Storm. Sound design by Hannah Cardiac. Starring Zoli as Daniela the narrator, Tara G as Naya, Rob Patrick as Colin, Gavarock as the young oak tree, Kay Riley as the middle-aged oak tree, Ren Alberg as the old oak tree, Crystal Storm as Sparks the Teddy Bear, and Lena Garcia as Princess the Stuffed Pig. A special shout out to our keepers of the tales, Alex, Dean, and Aaron. If you'd like to join our membership and become a keeper of the tales, go to talesoftheforgotten.com backslash membership.